Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 187, It's Not Your House. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about the idea that working as a real estate agent, you need to remember it's not your house. It's okay to help out. It's certainly your job to be a fiduciary. It's certainly your job to point out material defects and different things like that. But voicing opinions or acting like it's you that's going to live there really can run you into a lot of troubles. It's very simple to understand that not everybody likes the same thing. And there's a property for everybody. So injecting your own opinion in, it's not going to make anything better. It's just going to make things a little more confusing. So remember, when working with clients, it's important to put their thoughts and needs first. Directly injecting your opinion is only going to make things more challenging. Telling somebody something that they're not worried about now creates worry where they were not worried. Now you've taken your own personal fears and injected them into the deal. And now you're going to have to backtalk or backwalk your reasoning unless you want them to not buy the home because the thing you brought up, they weren't even concerned about. Now, I'm not saying hide things, folks. I'm saying don't worry about how you feel. Proximity to streets, road noises, different things like that. Allow the client to express their feelings on that. Some people have lived next to the train their entire life. They don't really care. Other people lived under the power lines and saw it as an advantage to go walking, hiking, biking, dirt biking, all that stuff. And then some other people look at it as maybe there's some health disadvantages to it. These are all opinions. The opinion, though, that doesn't need to be in there would be our own. As real estate agents, we really want to speak facts and truths. If somebody says to you, Sean, I really don't want to live anywhere near a highway, then yes, when we're too close to the highway compared to what they say, we might want to point out, hey, Miss Smith, I just wanted to remind you, you mentioned before about the highway. I'm not sure if it's going to be a problem for you, but 75 feet in the woods over there, there's a major interstate. Is that going to be an issue? Versus going to a property, driving to the property, going there, looking, watching, and the highway's right there, 75 feet away, pointing it out and being like, are you going to be okay with that? Well, as soon as I ask a yes, no question, like, are you going to be okay with that? The person feels like they need to make a decision now. And when they're pushed, oftentimes people make a decision to a no factor when it seems like the reason you pointed it out was that you thought it was negative. So be very careful of doing that because you don't want to ruin your own deals. But also, sometimes you might forget, right? Like, Maybe the person's budget doesn't allow for them to buy a big, huge piece of land, and maybe they're going to have to in order to live in that town or city, live near the highway, or live under the power lines, or live next to Walmart, or the different places people live. But I promise you, it's amazing anyhow, right? Because it's an amazing, amazing, amazing thing to be able to own property, to be able to have a place called your own, not renting and stuff. So whether next to Walmart or a big, huge screaming lot on the water, they should be proud of themselves and you certainly don't want to pull them down when it comes to the way they feel about their own property because there's a lot of properties along highways, power lines, parking lots, all the configurations. That same person may not even like a rural listing. They may say to you, what are you crazy? Why would I want two acres of land? I would then have to mow the lawn, trim the trees, all that stuff. I love living here on the corner of two major highways. I'm able to get to work in seven minutes. I'm able to get to my babysitter in three minutes. And I'm able to go out to dinner to five or six different ethnicities foods 
right here in town instead of living in the middle of nowhere and listening to crickets all night long. Remember, it's not your house, right? It's not where you're going to live. So you want to listen to your clients and land them in the house that's going to become a home to them and it's going to provide them with all their needs and wants. So take myself, for instance, I love the water. I live on a little pond. I have my own little beach out front. And on the other side of my house, I have walking trails. That's all me. I love it. I go out bike ride and everything. This property is so me. Uh, what would be some of the negatives? My house that I bought was in bad shape. It's a teardown. I have to figure out how to reinvest and build a new home there. Uh, some other negatives, you know, it's a very small lot. It's very tight in. It's on a ro road that has a lot of potholes. Um, there's a lot of bugs during the season. It's in the middle of nowhere. These are all negatives, right? They're all downfalls. It has a very strange driveway with a raised septic system. But because it works for so much of my life, it's exactly where I want to be. So just keep that in mind that exactly where someone wants to be is the most important thing when finding housing. Because like when I go for a bike ride, I literally get out of my garage and pedal my bike. I don't have to throw it on the rack. I don't have to bring it anywhere. It is my life. My home is my life, which is a great place to live ultimately. Now let's think about some other things. Sizing, colors, things like that. So calling a room size small can often offend a buyer. What if they never had bedrooms for each one of their children before? And this is the first time they're going to have bedrooms. These are things that you don't think about until after you've said them. And maybe you never put the weight to the words. Now, if the person walks in a room and says, this is too small for me, at the next house, it's a smaller room. You can say, this one might be too small for you based on what you said at the last home. But we always want to say things like based on what you said at the last home, because we want to remind them that that's their opinion and not our opinion, because our opinion is not needed there. Where do we give opinions? We give opinions when it comes to pricing. We give opinions when we're worried that maybe they're overlooking some major thing that might ruin their life, but we don't give opinions when it comes to colors, when it comes to locations, when it comes to room sizes. It doesn't matter. It's great that you had more. It's great that you had less, but don't think that everyone lives like you and that everyone has to do the same exact thing. Guys, as a real estate agent, it's really important to be a guide and a mentor in the process, but also to realize you're guiding and mentoring them towards their goals for what their needs are. And remember always, it's not your house. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you got a lot from this podcast. Make sure to pound that subscribe button. Also tell all the other agents you know about this great podcast. Check us out on the web at www.realfactsonrealestate.com where you can find our blog and all the other great free information we give to you about growing yourself as a real estate agent. Thanks for listening this week, and I look forward to talking to you next week.